Hey guys, this is Ambar Mehta, and this is Dev Manik. You are listening to That Side Over There, the podcast for your future. So, guys, today we have with us Mr. Druman Gohil. Druman is a third-year engineering student from KJ Somaya College. Uh, he's really young, and he's almost of the same age as us. But he's achieved a lot. He's uh, started his own NGO, Nurturing Lives, and expanded it to great heights. He's also working on a startup right now, Washino, which he'll be telling us more about uh, in the podcast further. He'll also tell us more about how to juggle extracurriculars with co- uh, with your school work, with college work, and all that. So, hi, Druman. How's it going? What's up? Hi, Amber. Hi, Dev. How are you guys? We are great. How are you? I'm fine. It is a wonderful, wonderful initiative started by you guys. And we are glad that you are part of it. Thanks for the invitation. So, Drumil, please tell our listeners about yourself. Sure. So, hello everyone. I'm Druman Goel. I'm a third-year mechanical engineering student from KJ Somaya. I started my NGO Nurturing Lives in the first year of engineering on first of November 2018. And apart from starting my own NGO, I've done various other things. Like I'm a part of College Excel since three years. I have done two technical internships on supply chain management. I have wrote two research papers. One is published in international journal and one is in process. And the topic of the research paper was blockchain in supply chain management. And one paper I presented in national conference as well. I am part of various communities like HBRSN. It is Harvard Business Review. And apart from all this, I am very much interested into entrepreneurship. I have taken various sessions on entrepreneurship in my college. So we take brainstorming and ideation session. So first year and second year students come to us and talk about startups. They they have a very rough idea about entrepreneurship, right? So we start from the scratch how to get an idea, then how to develop an idea, what are the legal stages and everything. So we brainstorm on that. And I started my startup last year, but because of COVID, I had to take a pause. So I'm slowly, slowly working towards my startup as well. So I've done many things in my college. So though I'm I'm a very big believer of follow your passion, but take sensible decisions. That's very true. We we just sometimes follow the road, and we don't know if it's right or wrong, but we follow it anyways. But taking right decisions is very important as we move forward. So can you please tell us about your NGO Nurturing Lives? Yeah, sure. So I started this NGO in first of November two thousand eighteen, and when I started in the beginning, uh, there was no name of NGO Nurturing Lives. We used to tell that it is just I am running an NGO, NGO, NGO. But after some point, uh, and also we were running in Nurturing Lives for eight months without registration. I just started as an initiative. I never thought it will go on a huge heights, but yeah. So when I started, I had a aim of doing something good in the society. But I thought that if I am doing alone, then uh, I will do till where. So for example, I cannot do alone very much, right? For example, the most thing I can do is I can donate on my birthdays in a year, once in a year, or I can donate to needy people on the road. But if I start something big, and obviously people help in social work. So when I started, I was alone. So for the first year, for the entire first year, I did ten to twelve events. At that time, also I was alone handling everything. And after first year, my four of my friends joined as a proper managing committee members. And our major growth has happened in the last year thanks to COVID. So when I started, I st- uh, called all my friends and I forwarded a classroom message. Uh, a small message in my class group that I want to talk with you guys. So I called everyone on playground. 
I pitched my idea to them. Everyone told me that, uh, yeah, you start, we will support you. But after two months, no one was there to support me. So at that time, I was the only one who was standing for me and my organization. So the major, the major start of the journey was uh, there are student councils in every college, right? So to, uh, so there was a fest called Symphony in our college. So for that, uh, for that, there was an organizing committee meet, and that meet consists of two hundred new OG members, first year members. And at that time, I was only I was also in the first year. So what I did was I asked my PR members that I want a uh, time of five minutes. So in that five to six minutes, I gave a speech in front of everyone. At that time, we were not registered. No one were no no one was knowing knowing me. So at that time, I gave gave a small motivation speech and told about my initiative, why I started, and everything. And after that five minute speech, I got a funding of almost twenty thousand from them. And that twenty thousand lasted for six to seven months. So almost my first year was uh, very smooth. But after first year, when we started expanding and uh, our team and started doing more and more events. uh the things went very difficult so the major aim of my ngo is to help people in orphanages and old age home and apart from helping in orphanages and old age home we do various street activities such as food and book distribution events so this is a very small brief about ngo of which which cities have you though has nurturing lives expanded now yeah so i started from college then i started uh, getting people from more and more colleges in mumbai So now we are in Mumbai, Pune, Delhi, Chandigarh, Ahmedabad, and Kolkata. In Delhi, we have collaboration with Navjyoti India Foundation. Navjyoti India Foundation was started by Dr. Kiran Bedi, and for international collaboration, we are collaborated with ISEC. Everyone of know about ISEC. So from July, international volunteers will come to Mumbai to work with Nurturing Lives for their fellowship programs. Wow, that's amazing, Drumen. The work you've been doing is really great. So, can you tell us more about your experience while uh, doing this community service, social service? How did you? How do you feel after doing something like that? And what's what's the feeling of helping others? So when I started, I only had a aim of helping few people, and I wanted to see someone smile because of me. But after three to four events in orphanages and old age homes, I saw that people are smiling because of me. They are sharing their uh, they are sharing their stories and life uh, life happiness with me. So the major part was I I always tell to my teammates that if you are donating, yeah, donation is always fine. Everyone donates. But the people in orphanages and old age homes old age homes needs our time. They don't want our donations. So if you are giving donation of thousand rupees, yeah, it's fine. But if you go and sit there for one an hour, one hour or half an hour also, and talk to them, you talk about their life stories, their experience, why are they here, their family, and everything, then their blessings will be will their blessing their blessings will be very powerful for you, and you will be very happy after that. Because I have experienced this. For example, one of the experience was when we were distributing food in our last February project. We gave one of the food parcel to needy on the street in Ghatkopar railway station, but when we offered him that that uh, that small girl was living on a street, she had no house, she had no money and everything, she had no food, she didn't know that uh, she will get food in dinner as also. But when we offered her a, one of my volunteer offered her a food parcel, she offered us parleji biscuit. So this uh, this small small moments are uh, very yes definitely that's really touching and also apart from this uh, when you listen to life stories now they they will narrate you the story like you are their kid 
because they don't have the family they need your support so i always try to volunteers we are not here to give donation everyone gives a donation orphanages have proper donations but the people in orphanages are lacking is uh, our support and our time so always go in orphanages and old age home and spend some quality time with them Yes, it is very true. People always in the name of donation they find an easy way out of things like donate कर दी. I have donated some money. That's all right. But the thing, very important thing is when you go and meet them, you actually learn how everything is working with them. So you know that your money is going where people are really helping some people who are in the need. So that the visiting thing is very important as you said. Yeah, right. And apart from the social work side and also i have learned about how to handle such a large team currently i have a team of 50 members and in project we take some interns and currently we are coming up with india's biggest project on transgender community in april so for that uh, i have a team of 70 people under me so apart from social work side also i learned lot of things like pr uh, sales not sales but obviously convincing someone for the donations and everything there were some difficult times when i thought that i should quit this uh, i am not being profitable in this so why should i do it but i i had a passion of social work right so team management skills project management skills how to structure a project how to make sure that people are doing the internship for 3 months and going back with a good experience because i have to make sure that if someone joins my organization he or she uh, leaves the organization with a good experience good feedback so i have to and that is that is a natural process you cannot call them and make sure that yeah everything is going good but th- there is a natural process of doing this so soft skills and everything yeah you end up developing lots of skills which are required and yeah exactly and this ngos uh, mature me a person in a very different person so first i was uh, in the beginning i was little noob in talking with some uh, talking in front of everyone but when i narrate my story it is my ngo my organization my aims and my goals my confidence level is into 100 so that develops my pr skills naturally so for the listeners guys if you want to work at an ngo you're in the first year right now and want to do some social work you guys should definitely register at nurturing lives uh, druman how can they go ahead with registering at your ngo you can refer our insta page you can refer our website in website there is a volunteering form you can fill the form our team will get back to you and we will take a short interview once your interview is done yeah you are in our team okay so uh, you have also started your startup right uh, washino so can you please tell us about it yeah so i started washino in last year february and in the beginning only covid started so i had to take a pause of 6 to 7 months and my startup is little physical based and not a very technical based so in covid i had to take a pause so washino is a platform where uh, customers and our car washers are connected so we all know that uh, in our buildings uh, there is a subscription based car washer like ramesh suresh and ramachotu so this is a professional version of that we started as that but due to, but because of many uh, many difficulties like political involvement in all these things and their unethical behaviors we shifted we shifted to saas model and our saas model is we are we are a bridge between the customers and the car washers to schedule track and feedback their experience okay that's amazing druman i think this is something really new uh, but you i think you have launched your application on the play store right yeah yeah 
so how did you get a technical partner for your startup i mean it's really difficult to find someone uh, tech for find a tech person these days yeah there is a very unique story behind this so when i started i took one intern from my college from ly so and after that i took more four interns under him so that was a, he was a technical lead but then we took a four more interns that uh, these four guys developed a app in covid for five to six months but after that that app was a disaster because i had a zero technical knowledge right and i was very i used to trust them very easily because i had no knowledge but i then came to know that their programs their database their codes and the everything their dependencies are not very good so then and at that time after that app was made i was going to launch it in october only but then that technical partner left and he told that i got a job in some company and he left and i was so uh, i was very lonely at that time at that 10 days were the worst days of my life because i had zero knowledge i didn't knew about github as well i used to trust him very easily so he left in the middle only he never called me back he never messaged me he didn't give me the code and everything so that 10 days were very difficult i started learning i at least learn about uh, what is database what is firebase how to structure nodes in firebase and how technical things work basically i didn't learn to write codes but how technical things work to develop a app then i added a internship in intern chala it was a paid internship so i took a uh, small risk in that i took one second year guy from universal college and that guy is still with me after that uh, that guy was uh, not very knowledgeable but he was ready to work hard so he uh, he started doing internship for two months and after two months i offered him that you be my tech lead and he 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 was ready to join and after he was ready to join i used to take five to six sessions with him up, uh, in which i used to narrate him some my experience apart from tech so for example managing a team uh, how if someone if someone new interns join how we should uh, handle him how we should allot work and deadlines how should we take meetings so i started imbibing some skills in him in him so uh, after that i took more to interns uh, and that interns were more qualified than my tech lead but now that guy was knowing how to lead a team so that three people were working and they developed my app smoothly and now i was also involved in the app part and everything all the meetings and everything then we smoothly made a good app and now before 15 to 20 days we launched our app on play store so there are some points in entrepreneurship then at that time you will be very lonely but uh, you have to stay strong as this is your your organization no one will come and tell you that be strong you just have to be self motivated really inspiring roman that's really inspiring so do you think that the work you are doing in ngo has indirectly helped you in managing a startup yes yes definitely i told i was a new noob in starting so uh, you get a confidence right when you are running already uh, when you are already running an organization at such a huge level you have a confidence right you can manage other organization as well and for my startup point it is just a part time business i am not aiming to get a i am not aiming to work as a full time entrepreneur after my graduation it is just a part time initiative to explore business and i think uh, i am doing well in that as well because i am handling an ngo that is running in six states so for some external committee 
for external person it is a student be- uh, it is a proper established organization but for me and my team it is a student based so i have to make sure that i am filling the gap between that so druman you mentioned that you've written research papers as well uh, pub, which have one of which has been published and so how did you juggle academics with uh, all this work that you have been doing in the beat the startup you've started or the ngo okay so lockdown was a blessing for me and i only do things in which i am very much interested and in the things i am interested i can work day and night so in the lockdown i uh, approached one ma'am and i told her that i am interested in such topics i gave her 6 to 7 keywords and i wrote a research paper on the topic in which i want to do masters so i was very much interested in it i told approached ma'am but she told you don't have any knowledge you are just a second year guy how will you help me i told her give me 10 days i will work on your project she was working on a phd thesis i told her let me uh, let me work with you she told it's phd i told that give me one chance and she gave me a task of 15 days i completed that task in 10 days and on the 11th day she offered me a internship of writing a research paper with her i am the author and she is the co-author so that was that all topics were the that all topics were very much interested to me so the, the first paper was blockchain technology to solve sorry uh, blockchain other integration technologies to solve supply chain challenges that research paper was a legit research paper of 25 pages and in research paper you cannot copy from internet as plagiarism counts so i i was working day and night and i had a zero idea of writing a research paper i never asked ma'am also how to write she was she was guiding me but i cannot i, I was ashamed of asking very very small doubts so i read almost 30 to 35 research papers and after that i used to note down i used to gather links i used to listen to tedx talks and the topics i used to jot down no i used to jot down small small points in my notes and after that reading everything i made a proper research paper and after when that research paper was written i applied in one journal it got rejected because of 15 points they gave me 15 points of rejections i worked on it for one month and i again gave to another uh, journal and in that in the first it was there are three reviewers basically one is the chief editor one and there are two other reviewers so in the first round one reviewer rejected and one re- reviewer gave me major revision so if they are giving me a major revision then you have a chance of ge- re- uh, revision so and if any one of the uh, any any one of the reviewer fails your f- uh, paper is failed but my paper was selected by editor so he gave me one more chance i wrote again and this is my third revision and now the paper got accepted i wrote in lockdown in april march but paper got uh, selected now as in international journal they take time to in peer reviews uh, and after i wrote that paper i started writing one more on my own and that was a that was in a little small journal but it was international they are rapid publications so that topic was impact of real time data in manufacturing operations so that paper got published and afterwards i wrote one more paper and, and presented in national conference so the ma- main point behind all this is i am very much interested in all this so if i am managing something ngo in a day and if i am interested in research paper topics i used to sit for uh, sit at night 12 to 3 and read research papers at night i used to write some some points in the in the day time and i used to read everything at night so this was behind everything research papers and there is one more point 
uh, if you are genuinely writing a research papers you will definitely think for 5 to 6 time that i should give up because you cannot copy from anywhere you have to you should have something new in your research paper to get accepted so do you think that uh, if i am writing a research paper what is something that i should give most importance to most important should be reading research paper uh, re- reading literature paper literature papers on uh, on on that topic sir reading literature papers on that topics published by other researchers previously for example if i am writing something on blockchain first i have to search uh, 10 papers on blockchain what is exactly blockchain how it works then i have to search that uh, what all things are already researched about blockchain then i have to find a loophole and after finding that loophole i have to research about that loophole after reading more 40 research papers then you will be able to write a proper established research paper that will get uh, that will get accepted in a international journal because uh, usually people uh, 3 to 4 people together write a research paper as writing a 20 to 25 pages research paper is very difficult but uh, i am kind of person that i cannot uh, collaborate in research things because if i am writing a paragraph if i am allotting a task between four people i am writing one paragraph how can i expect that someone will write a uh, next paragraph continuation of that because it is a research na i am i am writing some uh, i am writing something with a flow so i wrote everything alone and i am again planning to write a research paper start i am planning to start a new research paper from next month alone that is great that is really great uh, thanks roman that should really help the students uh, in the first second year who are thinking about writing a research paper themselves yeah and also research paper are of great value you do two to three internships and you show in your uh, profile but uh, but when you go abroad for doing masters the, your research work is very important your profile is seven times more valuable than internship because people over there focus on research so writing one research paper and doing two internships i will always prefer writing two research papers so as you are learning mechanical engineering and the topics of research as well as your startups are completely dependent on cs and it domains so how did you cope with filling the gap between mechanical engineering and cs it so basically my research paper is dependent on some something related to mechanical engineering only as my first paper was impact of real time data manufacturing operations so from mechanical domain i know everything about manufacturing and their operations how this uh, how does manufacturing organization work and about real time data that is iot i had to learn in lockdown and also on other papers blockchain and other things i had to learn in lockdown because i should know at least two to three new technologies and these all technologies are involved in industry 4.0 and industry 4.0 majorly focused towards manufacturing because uh, all the new technologies are integrating manufacturing organizations as manufacturing organizations are very complex in structure right so to reduce the human efforts and increase digitalization this new technologies are integrated so to be advanced in my field i had to learn one it or uh, comms domain so i learned about blockchain and i i still don't know about how to write a code but i know how how this how these technologies can be integrated practically and my startup as well a startup is completely business side i if i if i know how to handle a uh, team of technical people i can manage i it is not uh, it is not compulsory that i should know i should know coding as every founder and ceo is not a technical person right they just know how to manage a team 
so if you know how to manage a team and business side then you can manage a technical team or hr team or legal team or commerce team and ngo is so my passion so i never consider my work as ngo work it is natural so if if something is happening and i am in the worst case of my life i will continue doing ngo work so it is not a it is not a work for me now so it is a part of life and apart from all this i have to learn because uh, now technologies are changing every day so to be in advance i want to pursue uh, ms in the same field so i have to learn everything i have to upgrade myself as per the world right if i am not upgrading as per the world then world won't hire me that's very true can you tell us about more about harvard business you are a member of right you are a member of uh, harvard business review right yeah yeah so can you please tell us about it yeah so harvard business review is just a committee where you can uh, go to their website and apply and more uh, very advanced researchers and business scholars write a uh, uh, articles in that community so you will get daily mails uh, in that the uh, advanced business and big business owners or the people who write business research papers they write small small articles so you will get that article through mail from harvard business review so it's just a community okay uh, what's the criteria for getting accepted you just have to apply in their website oh, okay and i think if you write good business words and you include uh, good uh, good business words then you have a chance to get selected as many of the people get selected very easily you don't even have to add your resume as well you just have to write a good answer so thank you very much dhruvan for your wise words and i'm sure that our listeners would have have a great time listening to you as well uh thank you thank you very much for coming to our podcast and sharing how you started your startup as well as your ngo it was very very good thank you very much thank you dhruvan i'm sure this knowledge is going to help the junior students a lot thanks a lot for this invitation and one more thing i usually write posts on such topics as well so for students my major suggestion is take sensible decisions don't be involved uh, in internet or motivation quotes they are just for motivation only don't uh, don't consider something very cool nowadays startup valuation game for young entrepreneurs they think it is very cool i will start my startup i will get funding very easily i will get into valuation and i will take exit in next 2 to 3 years so there are many cool terms revolving in the world don't get into it miss i'm not saying don't start a startup start a startup with a good aim not with the aim that i will achieve success very easily because uh, if you start with that uh, with that aim uh, the result will be very disappointing and i have read case studies where entrepreneurs work very hard and they aim for funding but they don't get funding and they lose 2 to 3 years of their career i have seen people uh, working 24 by 7 for the startup only and once the startup fails after 2 to 3 years they lose 2 to 3 years of life so uh, do entrepreneurship do business but handle other things as well so take your decisions wisely as uh, you know your long term plans don't compare yourself everyone has their own plans everyone has their own financial situations everyone has their own journey so plan accordingly and first of all plan start planning yourself amazing 
podcast. So guys, that was Druman Gohil. And before going, we just want to, uh, to tell you guys that we are now available on Instagram as well as LinkedIn. For Instagram, you can search as tsot underscore podcast, and for LinkedIn, you can ju- LinkedIn you can just search that side over there. Do check our social media handles out and stay tuned for the upcoming podcast. Thank you. Thank you.